Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Well, they say this is the time of year they, I don't know who they are, but that's what they say this time of year is when depression, you see it more than any other time. Dr. Juliet Spellman is a psychiatrist at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Spellman. Good morning. Well, thank you very much for jumping in with us. Is that true? They, are they right that this is the time of year because of the holidays, the pressure of, 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 of seeing people, and maybe you don't have people to see, and for other reasons you can tell me about, this is when, in fact, you see more suicides than any other time of year. Yes, uh, depression increases in the general population. Most people will comment that they have increased stress at this time of the year, but people who already have a mental illness, about 65% of people who already have a mental illness say they are worse around the holidays. So yes, those are, those statistics are true. Why is that? It's multifactorial, but there's a lot of pressure around the holidays. We have our normal lives to live, but then uh, there are expectations to be in the holiday spirit. Of course, you're supposed to be happy. There are people who are dealing with grief and loss. Maybe it's their first or second holiday without a loved one, mm-hmm. or you know they've lost somebody. Uh, the feeling, the pressure to participate, feeling alone or lonely if you don't have a lot of friends or family. There's financial pressures to you know give gifts and maybe go above and beyond what you can do. To feel guilty, and then there's also just a, a seasonal part of it with the weather and lack of sun uh, that can contribute to depression just in general around this time of the year. Yeah, and in Chicago, we haven't had sun. I don't believe there was one day, and and it was forty thousand. Yeah, it was forty degrees below zero that day. So that you're not going to go outside and enjoy the sun very much. So uh, what is? I, I think there are two buckets here. One might be I am depressed because fill in the blank for any of those or a combination of those you just rattled off. Another is someone who says, I am depressed for, and again, reasons that you rattled off, but already is suffering from clinical depression, which I assume makes matters so much worse. Is that correct? Yes, that is. People who already have a mental illness that can be depression or any any of the other mental illnesses also just tend to feel the stress even more than the general population who don't deal with a mental illness. So yes, it's worse for people who already have depression. So if my goal in 2022 was to make 400 kabillion gazillion dollars, if that even is a number, and and I don't reach that goal, I, I my resolution did not, is that, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Should we make them? What kind should we make if we should make them in the first place? Steve Dale on WGN for Bob Surratt. It's 719. Coming up later in the program, Frank Ferrante, an entertainer who also has played Groucho Marx on Broadway. He is a part of a television special coming up about Groucho on PBS. But in addition to that, he knew Groucho Marx. Now, I bring that up not only to tease what's coming up as we do in radio, but also to ask Dr. Juliet Spellman, psychiatrist, Northwestern Medicine, Lake Forest Hospital, this question. Are some people that seem jovial, happy all the time, even comedians, I knew one comedian as famous as any other on the planet, literally, a household name, 
everywhere in the world. And at least later in life, I'm guessing she was clinically depressed because she wasn't working anymore and loved to work. So could it be that some people that we'd never expect at all would be depressed are, in fact, depressed? Oh, absolutely. People do tend to hide their mental health problems. And it's nice to see that some people have come out and talked about it to make it more uh, acceptable to have these issues and get them treated. Is that what, that's what we're trying to do right now is to let people know, hey, if you have these problems, please talk to somebody. It can be a friend, a family member, a clergy, or get yourself to a mental health professional. Start talking about it. Acknowledge it. That's the first way to getting better is just acknowledging that there's an issue. And then you can talk about it and get treatment. Here's Ryan in our newsroom. Yeah, thank you. We've been reporting on an increase in police officer suicides over the last two weeks. Chicago police have seen at least three over that period. Is that an indicator of something specific to that industry? Or do police suicides and those numbers kind of reflect the same suicide rates we're seeing among the general public? I think there's probably a bit of both. I I With the issues that are going on in the police force right now, I think that that's uh, probably adding to the, the cultural issues around being a police officer is probably adding to it. Um, and there's a lot of stress to being a police officer. Uh, but I think there's just general issues, too, with being a person today in today's world. And especially if you're a police officer, you're not supposed to you're supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to admit that you have any mental health issues. Um, and I know the police uh, departments are trying to address this. They have people on staff that you can go to and um, they're encouraging staff to come forward, but that doesn't always happen. Dr. Spellman. A lot of stigma. Yeah. And you may be unaware of this, but one of the professions way up there, along with law enforcement, not only in Chicago, but all over the country, are veterinarians. And I, I've read dentists as well. Veterinarians, dentists, psychiatrists are on that list too. Well, psychiatrists, I could, uh, I can clearly see because you have to hear everyone else's problems. I mean, why are psychiatrists uh, on that list? Because again, if you're a psychiatrist helping people, you can't admit sometimes that you have those issues too, even though you're supposed to, it can be hard to say, well, I have the issue that I'm supposed to be helping other people with. All right. So should I make a new year's resolution? Am I in trouble if I do it? Uh, are they good? Are they not so good? Well, I think that the word new gives people a hope for something better. And that's a good thing. You know, I can I can make some changes. It's a new year. It's starting over. So it can be a good thing. The thing that gets us in trouble is perfectionism and expecting change right away. Most of the time, people are trying to change something big, like losing weight or uh, being better financially or being a better person, quitting smoking. Um, none of those things happen overnight. They're, you don't change overnight. So people have to be realistic with their resolutions. Most people don't make it past the first week or two. <laughs> and a lot of studies show that m- the vast majority after six months have have uh, given up on their resolution. And it, it doesn't have to be that way if you just take baby steps and make specific goals rather than, oh, I'm going to lose weight. You say, well, I want to lose 15 pounds. That's much more doable and it's attainable. But it's attainable if you make then the baby steps to do it. Okay, I'm going to 
you know, eat more fruits and vegetables or I'm going to eat less sugar. I'm going to, um, you know, track my exercise. I'm going to walk 15 minutes a day. I'm not going to exercise an hour every day. You're, that's not going to happen. Things are going to happen. You have to do something or go somewhere or don't feel good one day. So you have to make little steps and make attainable goals, things that you can do, very specific attainable goals. And then if you don't get something done, I'm going to walk 15 minutes every day, but you had a cold or you had to do something for a family member, okay, pick up the next day. Don't just stop to say I couldn't do that today. Be forgiving to yourself. I want to be compassionate. I, I want to pivot back to one word that you used, and that was perfectionism. It it seems to me that the professions rattled off, and I'm very familiar with the veterinary profession, greatly veterinarians are perfectionists and people who excel at what they do. And you, you listen, being a veterinarian is not something that's easy to become. There are actually fewer veterinary schools than there are medical schools in America. You mentioned psychiatrists, right? It's not easy to become one in the first place, and I suspect that many who are in your profession are also perfectionists. Are perfectionists more likely, it just occurs to me, I don't know, are they more likely to have issues with depression and even suicide? I don't know the statistics on that, but yes, people who are perfectionists that tend to be more stressed, they tend to be more anxious, they tend to be harder on themselves and others, um, more difficulties in relationships, so I imagine that if I looked at the statistics for that, if there are some, that that would be uh, a realistic uh, statistic that there's more uh, depression, suicide, because there, there's so much pressure there. Not only going into the new year, are we seeing more suicides? And Ryan mentioned with police officers in Chicago, but I believe all over the country this has been an issue. Has it become more of an issue Coming out of the pandemic, I've read that suicide now is at an all-time high post-pandemic. Is that true? And if so, why do you think it may be? Uh, yes, it is true, unfortunately. And, and you read my mind because I was going to mention the pandemic. We just came out of three of the most crazy, unusual years. And the main issue here is the isolation that people felt. Um, people were out of their routines. They were very isolated, very alone, uh, not able to do their usual activities and connect with people. So it's that's been the biggest factor in the pandemic is the extreme isolation from children um, all the way up to elderly. Uh, every every age group has been affected, um, and depending on your developmental stage where you are in your life, um, it affected. That affected how you were affected by by the isolation and the um, aloneness that you felt. Um, but it did affect people to the point that some people just saw no way out of it. Didn't just got so into uh, a bad space in their head that they felt that suicide was the only way out, and that's very unfortunate. So when the pandemic happened, we had to adjust our lives, all of us, right? So what gives some, yeah, what gives some people resiliency and the ability to, okay, I'll just do this now, and others have a difficult time adjusting? Well, it's interesting that you use that word resilience because that is a, a, 
an actual concept that's being studied scientifically now in psychology and psychiatry to find out why are some people more resilient than others because that is that's a characteristic that people have and is it is it learned is it genetic we we found that stress decreases genetically people's resilience their ability to adapt to change um, and so this has been a very stressful time in everyone's life globally and uh, so we've decreased with that chronic stress our actual biological adaptability and um, that that adaptability or another word is resilience allows people to change and deal with new situations and some people can do that better people who've had um, mental illness or a lot of trauma in their lives their resilience is off often less it goes down and so those are the people who have the least uh, flexibility and adaptability to new situations. So it makes sense that those are the people who tend to commit suicide or, mm. you know, have more problems. Well, Dr. Juliet Spellman, a fascinating conversation. Promise you'll talk to me again. Otherwise, I'll, I'll get depressed. Psychiatrist, Northwestern <laughs> Medicine, Lake Forest Hospital. Seriously, fascinating conversation. Great stuff. And I hope we help some folks. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and I hope we help some people, too.